What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I am very excited to be here today for 20,000 reasons, right? As you guys know, I started the Black Expat Podcast, ooh, nearly, I want to say, eight years ago. I got super, super consistent about a year ago. Uh, I want to say a year or two ago. Um, I started with just 50 listeners per episode, uh, recording in my room in this quiet, dark space, uh, just recording by myself and really working hard to you know, put out good content, figure out who I was and figure out my journey and discuss my journey and discuss what I was going through living in Taiwan. And all these amazing places I was going to, from Africa to New Zealand to Australia uh, to all over Southeast Asia to Japan. I can go on and on. But yeah, I, I started so small and I did two episodes a month for a while, right? So think about that. That's 24 episodes a year. I have 180 episodes almost. Think about like at 175. But I started with two episodes a month and then I went to every twice a week. Then I went to every other week. Like I've been all over the place because I've been all over the place, if that makes sense, right? I've been uh, living abroad during the pandemic, opened a bar shortly before the pandemic. I've been a teacher. I've been a travel owner. So my podcast kind of adapted with me. It's shifted with me. Um, It's followed me everywhere I've gone. It literally maps out. It's my living diary. It's mapped out all the experiences I've had, man, over the past decade. Um, it picked up where my book left off. I wrote a book and I was like, man, I really need to write another book. But I'm like, ooh, but I love podcasting so much. This is therapeutic for me. I tell you guys all the time, every time I step behind a microphone, I love it. And I'm sitting here today with 20,000 downloads on just this platform. Overall, I'm somewhere close to a half a million. But 20,000 downloads means a lot in just a year's time means a lot to me. It means a lot for me. Because again, my audience has fluctuated as I've changed topics and talked about different things. But there's still people, you listening right now, um, all over the world, because I can see my metrics now. <laughs> oh, podcasting has come a long way. Didn't be, wasn't able to see that before, but now I can. But the fact that what I'm saying and what I talk about still resonates with people means a lot of me, a lot to me. There's 20,000 sacrifices I've made to continue doing my podcast. And I'm not saying that because like I sacrificed to make it, but I've talked through my journey and I've sacrificed things and uh, I've accomplished things. And it's, I hope that it all comes through my podcasting, through the voice, through the stories that I share. And I'm always pushing positivity. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm always, yeah, I'm getting choked up. I'm always pushing creation and believing in yourself and not stopping and pursuing your passion, right? And sticking with it even if it's not successful. Again, eight years of podcasting. I just got a second podcast job at a company I work for this year. And I've never been more in love with podcasting than I am today. With each day, the love, the passion grows stronger. Now, and I'm not just talking about podcasting when I say sacrifices. I mean for success, for what you want. And again, I'm, I've said this before in previous podcasts as I go back and listen to my earlier episodes. You know, live adventurously. Enjoy the moment. You never know what today, what to, if tomorrow is promised. or all, Like, I, I understand all that. But for some of us, for most of us even, you know, 
what to get to where we want to get to and to have the things we want to have, whether it's financial, whether it's in our relationship, whether it's in friendships or just I want to get a dog, anything, sacrifice is required. And what I've learned as I continue to talk about my experience with podcasts and as I look at 20,000 downloads and think of all the stories I've told, all the experiences I've shared, all the amazing people I've interviewed, all the supporters I have, and I, I say their names often because it really means a lot to me, and they're, I know they're out there listening. I know that they're there, and I appreciate the love and support that I get, but there's so much sacrifice that's been involved, and I've also learned to not focus on the sacrifices, but to focus on what you're getting, right, or what you will get. I on the current and future prize, because in sacrifice, there is prize, if you will, or success or joy in the sacrifice. There's levels to sacrifice. And sometimes it's not even a sacrifice. It's a substitution, right? I'm substituting tricking off money for peace, right? I'm substituting going out and doing something I don't want to do for staying home in my quiet, dark room and doing what I love to do, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sacrificing or I'm substituting a moment of a five-minute moment of joy for a year long of happiness, a year long of being a a year long of being prepared. Right? There, and here's what I will say. There's a lot of cake and eat it too people. I want my cake and eat it too. I want to be happy in the moment, spend as much as I want, do as much as I want, have the kind of relationship I want, buy 10 cats if I want to, and but and everything. I want everything. I want it all. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's people that have had a lot given or handed to them. And they view sacrifice and substitution very differently. They sacrifice 100 for 90. Right? So they look at every sacrifice as if it's the same without considering other people's situations. Right? In order to own a bar, I had to sacrifice a lot of going out, of podcasting, of meeting different people. Because the more I went out internationally, the more people I met, the more connections I was able to make, the more things I was able to build on. So I had to substitute that. Because I'm not going to stop podcasting, but I had to substitute it growing and expanding in the way that I thought was best in order to grow and expand in a way that I wanted to and needed to at that moment to get an even bigger prize. You know what I mean? And again, it's not your job to make it clear for anyone else what you're sacrificing for, what you're substituting for. Because their, their sacrifice, their substitution is very different than yours, very different from yours, even with your partners that you have or your friends that you have. You guys may have the same goals, but the method in which you got there and what you have, physically what you own and what you have, you've acquired it differently. So your thinking toward things is just very, very different. You have to make it clear for and to yourself what you're sacrificing for, what you're substituting for, and what you're working toward. I'm working toward 100,000 downloads. I know exactly what I'm sacrificing for. I know exactly what I'm working toward. I know exactly the kind of life that I want to have. And when I have to sacrifice or substitute, it's easier than it has been in the past. I felt like I was missing out on something. I wasn't. I was creating opportunities for the future to have more opportunities to never miss out on anything. Again, not all the time, just sometimes. 
moving on, there has to be a difference between your job and your life. Right? 20,000 sacrifices. And I, I realized I have to sacrifice combining my job and my life. And I have so much clarity now that I think about the two things so differently. Again, it took me $20,000 to get here, guys. Bear with me. Right? My job, for me, is to create content, gather data, et cetera, right? Plan stuff, map things out. That's my job. And I know what you're thinking, like, what job is that? Anything I do. If I'm employed for someone, that's what I do. Gather data, create content, make stuff. That is my actual job. That's probably a lot of your jobs, you know, unless you're a doctor or, you know, a, a, in a specialized field like that, a little bit different. My life, what I'm dedicated to, what I want to do every day, my life is sharing. My life is helping. My life is learning. My life is giving. My life is being. And you know what that means, right? This is what my podcast is. My podcast is my life. It's what I live and breathe. It's what I want to do. It embodies everything about me and what I enjoy doing and the kind of life I want to have. I want to share things and experiences and knowledge. I want to help people be better than they were yesterday toward their goals, toward their dreams. When they're struggling, when they don't know what to do. I want to continue learning and teaching. I was a teacher for 10 years. I must have liked it. <clears throat> because I learned so much from teaching. I love giving, providing opportunity. I did that. I hired a bunch of people to live and work abroad. I gave when they didn't have. I just love being, living in the moment, discussing the now, worrying about tomorrow, tomorrow. I love that. Now, it's my job to go out to get what I need to be able to live that way but I have to separate the two. And it has to be clear. So when I'm doing life, I feel complete, I feel happy, I feel satisfied, I feel motivated, I feel energetic. And now I have 20,000 more reasons to keep going, to keep living my life and talking about my life in the way in which I want to. The last thing I've learned and I wanna to touch on, again, I have 20,000 things to say. I'm not gonna give you all of them today. Keep listening and keep downloading. We need those, appreciate you. Um, is not doing things in search of the gratification of others. You know what I've realized? Especially in a, a public facing thing like podcasting and being on Instagram and Facebook and social media. And that's how I get people to follow me now is by doing those things and making those appearances and connecting and things like that. Not doing things in search of the gratification of others is hard. It's hard. I say things like keep your team strong. And for the, lar the larger part of my life, I've had a great team. And I'm not talking about family yet. I have a great, I've had a great team around me. They supported me. And when I say, what I mean when I say a great team around me, right? People that when you're not doing what, you, what they know you should be doing, living life, haha, working, you got to do that. I got to get up and get on meetings and talk to bosses. Those things I have to do. When you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, again, work, life, different. 
I'm supposed to be podcasting. I'm supposed to be creating. I'm supposed to be setting up interviews or thinking about ideas or lining things up. When my team sees that or saw that, they call me out on it. Hey, man, you ain't podcasting in a while. What's going on? Hey, man, what's coming up with you and your creative process? What's going on? Hey, man, uh, what you doing this week? With that, My team held me accountable. I wouldn't have got to 20000 without a team like that. And my team has changed over the years. Um, and also, here's what I will say, people who are on my team for different things, are people that some people that were really, really close to me that I love, and I know love me, and I know support me in different ways, they never say congrats. They never acknowledge my persistence through struggle. They're not like, oh, yeah, good job for you know continuing to podcast through all you've been through. They don't even say it. Now, again, and I say that because I can't, I can't podcast, and I wasn't podcasting in search of the gratification of and from others. I couldn't let that hurt my feelings. I was podcasting for me because it's my life and what I wanted to do. If it, people really close to me, still now, don't acknowledge. I'll do something great. Uh, won't even mention it. That's not my team, though. Love them to death, great, but they don't do that. Does it hurt? Hell yeah. And when it started hurting, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to, I, I had to redirect. Right. And one thing I will always remember when I'm doing things for my life, again, not my job, but for my life, I do things for those who provide that unconditional love. Still, it will all that will never change. Mother, father, and if you're lucky, you know. Sisters and brothers, not everyone has those, but those people that no matter what I'm going through, I could pick up the phone and ask for anything. They got it. It's given to. And it's not just about that. I can pick up the phone and they can hear it in my voice. I just need someone to listen. I just need someone to be there. I just need someone to gas me up. Or I need someone to pull me down. I'm floating too high. See, it's not just about what you get. Tangibly, feelings and emotions are important. And again, public-facing things and social media-based things require that. It'll eat you up if you forget who you're doing things for. Now, the most important person you're doing all this for, I have done all this for, is none other than me. I love myself. Unconditionally. My mother, father, sisters love me unconditionally. I do a, a lot for them. They're my base. But at the end of the day, I have to love me. I have to believe in me. I can't let somebody who in the past I've seen every day or I see every day and their lack of what I view as needed support emotionally interfere how I feel about me. It's called self-esteem. I have to see what I do and believe in it and love it and appreciate it, and fight for it, and be persistent and consistent with what I do. It starts with me. I love myself unconditionally. And I realize, as I sit here at 20,000 downloads, I think about 20,000 sacrifices, not just for me. And when I say 20,000 sacrifices, I'm not just talking about me. All of my listeners, all of my supporters, you sacrifice time listening to my podcast. You can listen to anything else. You choose me. Thank you. 
And I realized the more I genuinely thank you. And I realized the more I did this, I loved and realized that I got my base, my foundation, my family, my heart. But it's me. The more I was able to give love, the more I love me, the more I'm able to give. But when I'm depressed, when I'm second guessing myself, when I lose faith in myself, when I can't see past myself, what can I give to other people? The last thing I'll leave you with is there was a person recently, I'm not going to name drop or anything like that, who was just in a, had the darkest moment that this person could ever, probably ever experience at that point. I don't know this to be true. I'm just guessing. But I have a lot of facts and data to back up what I'm saying, right? And hours later, in the midst of these darkest times and darkest hours, this person was singing. Singing something that this person created. The biggest smile, the big... Nothing could phase that person. Now, whether it was right or wrong, I can debate that all day. Whether I agreed with having that kind of feeling during that moment, we can debate that all day. I'm not here to pass judgment because far be it for me to judge anybody for anything. That is not my role in this world. I can have perspective. I can have respect. I can have an opinion. But judge, I will not do that. But I say that to say that person found reverence in him or herself. They found reverence in their selves. It was the art, the entertainment, the sound, the music. And I think about, and the reason why that relates to what I'm saying is that in the midst of everything, and those of you guys who have been following the podcast know my story. Because again, this is my living diary. In the midst of everything that has been going on in my life, and it's been a lot and it's been heavy. Again, thank you for listening. The one thing that has been consistent when people have failed me, when jobs have failed me, when I failed myself, has been this Black Expat podcast. In my darkest hour, this is where I turned. It could be no one listening at all. Didn't matter. So when I say there's a difference between your job and your life, you have to see it for yourself. It's different for everyone. But this this podcast, podcasting, Envelope to Expiration, my other podcast. This is my life. In so many ways. And I love that. I don't need anyone else for this. I just need me. Because when I am present, when I am at my best, when I am my strongest, when I am the most focused, no one can tell me nothing. When I say that, that's black vernacular for I'm at, I'm confident. I believe in myself. I'm powerful. I'm strong. I can do anything I put my mind to. So your, congr- your non-congratulations doesn't shake me. Your non-acknowledgement doesn't shake me. Your lack of understanding situation and gassing me up doesn't shake me. My own failure, my own lapse in in judgment or my own bouts of depression, they don't shake me because I know where I can go to get revived. And for 20,000 downloads, I poured my all into the Black Expat podcast. And for 20,000 more and beyond, 
I will continue to do the same. And I hope you guys love and enjoy what I put out. Um, again, I have so much more in store and I have so much more on the horizon. And I'm just excited to still be on this journey. One thing I can guarantee you is I love every moment of being behind this microphone. I can ramble for hours, but, you know, I try to keep my episode short. Thank you all who are listening to this episode, whether you've just subscribed and just checked it out for being a part of 20,000 downloads. You are a part of my history, black history, world history. I don't care. We, we all fit into history in some way. You have impacted someone's life in some way. From the smallest to the biggest thing, you matter. I matter. We matter. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet and continuing another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. Thank you for being a part of my 20,000. As always, my name is Carl, the Black Expat. We out, chill.